Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. I know you're dying to hear how many uh, mortgage calls I got today, aren't you? Oh, you know what? Well, we had a guest at the top of the hour last hour. I was going to ask you, right, how's that going? (sighs) Not good. Not good. Uh, If you uh, didn't hear yesterday, uh, my wife and I uh, are are buying a property. Uh, We applied for a mortgage. And unbeknownst to us, by the way, that emailer you read to me was right on. When you apply for credit, either mortgage or credit card, it goes to those credit card tracking companies like Equifax and TransUnion. <laughs> like credit rating companies. Credit right. rating, right. So they take your private information and put it on some uh, 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 alert system that every single company that issues credit has access to. Hmm. And they have our two phone numbers, right? Both our cell numbers. And so and two, you have been overwhelmed with mortgage calls. I have gotten 47 mortgage calls today on top of 43 yesterday. 90 phone calls. 90 of them. Are they the same numbers or it's a, all different numbers? All different numbers. Wow. From different towns. They're hot for you. Uh, yeah. And my wife's got, got a similar amount. And so there is a service called opt-out pre-screen, something like that. You're, you're, the the emailer suggested it. I went and, and looked at it, and it's put together by the uh, the, the credit companies, by the uh, credit tracking companies. Oh. Um, and you can put in oh, your. Oh, so you have to take a, a positive action you, in order to make you, sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, there, there's a lot. That's a good tricky way businesses do that. Well, of course we don't want this to happen to you. There's an easy way you can prevent it. You just have to take action. But if you take no action. You're going to get the calls. So I checked online. The Federal Trade Commission 
uh, gives its endorsement of this service. They said it's on the up and up. So you mm. put in you put in your information, and then supposedly for the next five years, we're not going to get bothered in case we ask for any more credit oh, or a mortgage. I see. And then that's good. Yeah, but but for this, it's too late. It's already out there. And not only am I getting uh, getting. 90 phone calls, but I'm getting these text messages. I just wanted to read a couple of these. Sure. Hey, John, I have a win-win situation for you. Either I beat your best offer and provide you the best service, or you get peace of mind that you're getting the best deal currently. Do you have a minute to chat? No, and, I, I do not. Oh, and they're hungry right now because the number of people buying homes is dropping precipitously with these interest rates, so... You're you're uh, you're a you're a rare fish, so to speak, in the big mortgage business. So they're going to be after you. Yes. Hi, John. Hi, John. My name is Abe. I, I, <laughs> well, he's got a last name, but I know you're bombarded with calls, and I won't waste your time. Thirty-year fixed rate as low as five point five to five point nine nine APR for a quote. Do you prefer one text or two call? Hmm. Uh, now Makes I've got realize that the rates were just in the threes not that long ago. This guy's quoting you five point something. Like... Yeah. Oh, now listen to this character. For the estimated net effective rate, it would be 4.5% on a bi-weekly product. If you did a standard once-a-month payment plan, you're going to be looking at an estimated rate of 5.875%. So I'm trying to figure this out. He's offering me a 4.5% rate if I pay every two weeks? That's meant to confuse you. Yeah, I, I, I... It's a deal. It may not be a deal. And then uh, some of them are uh, texting me repeatedly. Still haven't heard anything from you. Again, I'm going to beat anything you've been offered. Remember, shop before you stop. Oh, God. Well, it probably will go on for days. You're just going to have to put up with it. You were too late for the stupid world. What an absolutely stupid world we're in. All right. Well, word came down today that by a vote of 13 to 8, the United States Senate Committee has moved forward the nomination of former Los Angeles Mayor Eric Yoga Pants Garcetti, to be ambassador to India. Now, this happened before. In fact, it was pretty much unanimous the last time he passed the Senate panel. But it never got to a full Senate vote because a whistleblower group helped out a former press secretary to Garcetti to make a complaint that Garcetti was well aware that his former Top aide Rick Jacobs was sexually harassing everyone around him in the orbit of Garcetti's office. Garcetti said to that committee when he testified, this is back at the end of uh, 2021, this is the Foreign Relations Committee, that I want to say unequivocally that I never witnessed nor was it brought to my attention the behavior that's been alleged. And I want to assure you that if it had been, I would have immediately taken action to stop that. I look at that quote, and the first thing I think of, that was written for him by some attorney. Yeah. Right? The word unequivocally. Right. Honestly. Uh, and, of course, we all, no one believes that. And a couple of Republican senators took a look at her report and said, eh, we don't believe it either. And that's what got the nomination bogged down. Well, because we've got a new Senate, they started over. And that's why we are where we are today. Uh, there was a hold put on the nomination. Uh, a couple of weeks ago by Marco Rubio of Florida. But now that hold has been released. And today, the Senate committee has advanced Garcetti's nomination to the full Senate. Next thing we look for, and it's in a couple of stories, no word from the Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer when there will be a vote. 
He's don't not, know. He's not going to put it up for a vote unless he knows for sure that Garcetti will get confirmed. It, That's it'd right. It would be too embarrassing to have his president, Biden, have his ambassador lose a vote like this. They just don't do it. They always now, avoid a embarrassment and cover for each other. Two Republicans did vote to move Garcetti out of the committee. So if he gets a number of Republicans to vote for him on the full Senate floor, the only way this is, can be stopped is if, if a number of Democrats decide they don't want to approve of the nomination. There are a couple of Democrats missing right now, too. And Dianne Feinstein, is she out of the shingles hospital yet? Do we know? <laughs> yeah, she's at, she's at home. But she's not back in D.C. So yeah. no, John Fetterman, the uh, Democratic uh, senator from Pennsylvania who is being treated for depression, Although his people say he's going to return soon, whatever soon means. Well, uh, then there's a number of Democrats who are against this. Or there res- are. We don't know how many. There's been a no. few that have gone on record that they're well, not comfortable with uh, Garcetti's behavior over this situation. But, uh, you know, the Democrats hold a 51-49 edge in the U.S. Senate. Obviously, if he gets all 51 votes, they don't need any Republicans. But they may not. But as I just told you, Looks a few Republicans voted for him for his nomination to move out of the committee. So you would think they would vote for him on the full Senate floor. So hopefully not. Meanwhile, we see a story at uh, redstate.com that apparently, and it's even a picture, Yoga Pants was spotted on a recent flight. Uh, We had told you he was in Washington, D.C. the week of February 20th to meet with senators and basically to beg. And, um... According to a passenger on a plane, uh, Garcetti was sitting back in coach. Yeah. Looking quite... <laughs> sad. I guess sad's the word for it, right? Uh, the, the, it was a, a Twitter post by a doctor named Human David Hamadi. And he wrote, flying home to L.A. from D.C. And who's on my flight? None other than former Mayor Eric Garcetti, who left the city in total ruins after surrendering it to the homeless and criminals. <laughs> and there's a photo of Garcetti looking sad, head downcast, headed heading back to economy class. He looks like he's just wearing like almost a sweatshirt. Yeah, he's wearing, he's wearing a, a sweatshirt. little backpack and a sweatshirt. Right. <laughs> the guy said, "No three thousand dollar business suit, nothing." No, he's he might be looking down at his phone or something, but he could be just. I, I think he's looking down in shame because <laughs> he's walking back to economy, huh? <laughs> Well, well, you know he'd normally be by uh, have a first class ticket paid more paid for by some greasy lobbyist, right? But now all the money's dried up, and, and you know mayors don't make that much to begin with, and so he's bringing in. Uh, nothing. His parents have been helping out, and uh, he's probably got some good old lobbyist friends who are still out there. Not enough to buy a first class ticket. No, he had to bite the bullet on that one. But now uh, he's pretty, he's uh, pretty much down to wearing a sweatshirt. But I'd have to believe he thinks this is it. He's finally going to get confirmed. We'll see. We don't know when this vote will take place. You should see uh, the uh, the Twitter feed from this doctor, though. He got so many replies from so many people. And many of them referred to Garcetti as yoga pants. Oh, look so, at that. Yes. We take credit for that one. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, the, 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 uh, that name really stuck to him. All right. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. From KFI AM 640. I just texted you for a mortgage, so if you want to come with uh, my company. Well, what's uh, your rate? Uh, well, we can talk about it. I, I got to. Yeah, you know, how desperate are you? 
I, I, I just got to find a way to block these calls. I just explained it to I, you. I Angel texted me and asked me if you knew how, and then I just showed well, no, you. Well, no, no, I, I know you did. And now I've got to do it. Oof, and I've, I've got to go with... through 50 of these, though. It's so easy. I just I showed you exactly Well, we'll stop what the show and wait. Okay. Yeah, no, no, you yeah. did. I wasn't uh, dissing you No, I know you weren't. All right. No, I appreciate the help. I was going to say, did you forget Look, already? Here's another one as I'm speaking. Okay, so block it. First Answer it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm going to argue with Why don't you forward it to Eric since he wants you to answer it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll give you people. my phone. You can block these one by one. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, coming up after 2.30, well, we're starting to see the toll of what happened to people that live in the San Bernardino Mountain communities. We're starting to hear about deaths. We'll talk about a few of them. People up there are still very angry why it's taken so long to dig out. Two weeks since the first of the big storms moved through and there's still problems getting in and out of those communities. We'll talk about that coming up after the news at 2.30. Opening statements today in the federal criminal trial of the suspended Los Angeles City Councilman Mark Ridley Thomas. John, MRT to his friends. Like some sort MRT. of subway line, MRT, Boy, Metro Rapid th- Transit. There are a lot of people blowing smoke about uh, this uh, this crook. I, I, I notice. All, yep. all kinds of political leaders and religious leaders are all greasing him up. It's been a year and a half since he was actually indicted. It's one count of conspiracy and bribery, two counts of honest services mail fraud, and 15 counts of honest services wire fraud, which is just the federal terms they use in, in the cases. But we have some detail that you know we've talked about, but it's probably been a while, uh, about the case against Mark Ridley Thomas. Prosecutors say, and again, want to point this out, this is a federal case and they pretty much damn well win. They have like a 90% success rate in getting mm-hmm. people to either plead, plead guilty or be convicted. That's how good they are. 90%. So he may slip in with the 10%, but we don't know. And we don't know who's on the jury. They've been well, picked. They're yeah. ready. They're listening. Uh, I know. I'm sure the other 10% were guilty too, but got to jurors who were either uh, stupid and confused or they had some uh, uh, agenda that they were so, pushing. Uh, I'm guessing that Marilyn Flynn will be a key witness for the prosecution. Of course, she was the then dean of USC School of Social Work, and she helped out Ridley Thomas's son, Sebastian. He was given admission to USC, a full tuition scholarship, and a paid professorship. Um, how is it? Just curious how you how you can get both. You're a student and a professor. I mean, that's kind of like yeah. Well, this was this was a big package that he yeah. won. It was a and, package. And people forgot he was disgraced. He had problems in the state legislature during the uh, the Me Too stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sexual harassment. Right. So, so he had he to was... leave. He had to leave. Quit the legislature, and he's sitting, I guess, on Daddy's sofa. And Dad doesn't know what to do with him. This big blob sitting in his living room. I know. So, so decided... we've got to figure out something to put this guy on a track again. So I guess he knows that Marilyn Flynn was uh, taking taking money. And uh, first now, thing, she pled guilty. So that's why I'm saying I would imagine she's a key witness in this case as to exactly what was done. Here's some more of the details. She admitted to helping disguise and funnel $100,000 from Mark Ridley Thomas's campaign account through the school to another nonprofit called United Ways of California. John, not to be confused with United Way. It's United Ways. I bet you, yeah, but I bet you that name was created on purpose 
to make it look to, like yeah, it's affiliated to, with. Yeah, to create confusion. Uh, United Ways of California, this was done for the benefit of the Policy Research and Practice Initiative, a new nonprofit initiative founded by Sebastian sure. Ridley Thomas. That's what uh, Marilyn founded. Uh, Flynn said. Founded. founded. What yes. is it? What is it that he found? PR and PI, what is the, the Policy Research and Practice Initiative. So you, you, you see this? Ridley Thomas has $100,000 uh, in, his, in his campaign fund. Now, he can't give that to his son directly. So this is, this is money laundering. They, exactly. they, they funnel it into USC, and then Marilyn Flynn sends it to United Ways of California, and it's supposed to benefit, whatever, I guess the money then makes a stop at this new uh, initiative. This nonprofit initiative. What does that mean? A nonprofit initiative, and he's well, the head of it, so he would probably collect whatever salaries but, are due. The head of the nonprofit. It's it's the words they use to disguise their criminality. Non so here's what happened: by funneling the payment through USC, Ridley Thomas and co-defendant Marilyn Flynn attempted to disguise the true source of the payment to make it appear as though USC, not the then supervisor was the generous benefactor supporting the son. Do you get it? No, that's you're right, John. It was money laundering. It's money laundering. Yeah. As because a supervisor in 2018, he then voted on three county proposals that Flynn had sought to shore up her school's difficult financial situation, including a vote approving a much, much more lucrative amended something called telehealth agreement with the USC School of Social Work. He also allegedly sought to influence key county decision makers associated with the approvals and make sure Flynn knew about his efforts. So he, he yeah, Flynn was bankrupting her school of social work. They invested. Yes, they in were this, very aggressive and they were doing a lot of online degree stuff. Online degree stuff, which ended up being a money losing operation. This telehealth thing wasn't working out. You know, having having, I guess, their their social workers work. Online, online over Zoom. Or on the phone and the, deal with people's yeah. Right, so right. you know, you know, she was she's she's eighty three years old and she was she was fouling up the business end of things. Oh, colleges is, put a lot of pressure on deans, bring in the money. So oh. they were telling her to get more aggressive in terms of the business that your school of social work does. And these were her ideas. And yes, they flopped. And USC was the worst of it. The president that they had, uh, Max oh, yeah, Nikias. Oh, is that him? He actually was yes. president at the time. He, he didn't get involved he, in drug parties or something? Well, he let, I think, the head of the medical school, the dean of the medical school, ended up with drugs and prostitutes. Oh, that's right, the medical school guy. And then right. you had uh, nobody uh, getting rid of the uh, gynecologist who was that's sexually right. assaulting hundreds of the girls who passed through his office. Right. I mean, it, it, I mean, the, that doesn't even touch like the, uh, the, the Varsity Blues uh, sports scandal. That the was going amended on. telehealth contract was expected to generate $9 million a year for the social work school. So that was the payback. Mm. Now, she pled guilty. She won't be sentenced until June 26th. Something tells me that uh, if she goes oh. on the stand and makes her case against Ridley Thomas, her sentence will be lighter. Yeah, that's the deal. When you're 84, I don't think you want it to be too no. heavy a sentence. She's going, yeah. Plus, she's, she, they're going to have her testify real soon because she is 84. So Sebastian became a professor of social work and public policy at USC, despite, well, USC again. Remember, wouldn't they, didn't they had Schwarzenegger's think tank, right? Mm -hmm. Tony That's Villar right. was hired. And, That's right. No, there's, uh, there's he tons didn't of have corruption. Even a, he didn't have a graduate degree, and he became a professor of social work. So, so the thing is, the thing is, I'm reading all these other politicians and these church leaders and business leaders in his district praising him, and what's the jury supposed to do? 
let him go when it's clear he committed all these crimes? There's paperwork to back up everything that's been laid out here. There's 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 contracts, there's uh, texts, there's emails, there's financial records as that $100,000 was being passed from one location to the next. I mean, that $100,000 was in four different places. Most importantly, there's Marilyn Flynn to say this is how it worked. Right. I mean, she's going to really make the case to the jury that, yep, this was a good old bribery deal. Yeah. And by the way, same woman who gave Karen Bass her phony degree, and in turn, Karen Bass steered federal legislation that USC profited from. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Listen to this. This is real. You, you know all about it. Oh, thanks, for, thanks for telling me it's real. No, I, I'm a, you, Not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Uh, you know about AI, right? Artificial intelligence. They now are able to produce photos that reflect... What you're thinking about. Whoa. With 80%, Not a joke. 80%, That's scary. Okay. And here's how they did it. They gave uh, participants in the study a photo of, for example, a stuffed bear. And so you're looking at the stuffed bear, and then the AI tracks what activity is going on in your brain and then produces a photo of what they think you're seeing and thinking about. And there it is, a stuffed bear. Huh. So they have an airplane here, uh, and 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 the AI photo here is a clock on a, a church steeple, uh, 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 a, a train going down the tracks, and eighty percent of the time, the AI figured out what your brain was imagining or looking at based on the brain activity. Wow! Now, boy, if somebody hooked up one of these. Uh, AI uh, trackers onto my brain. Do you know what you would see? Hmm. That would be pretty scary. That's. I read yesterday. Also, be that, very embarrassing. That AI wrote a MASH script. The television show MASH. Yeah, Alan Alda asked. And Mike Farrell. Alan Alda has a podcast, and they asked AI to write them a script. This is the two did their characters for the first time in 40 years since the show ended in 1983. Right. But. The reviews were kind of mixed. It didn't really turn out too good. The comedy and it just well, I, AI is excellent at patterns, but um, th this is the problem with uh, with, with uh, driverless cars too. You, you can you can program the general patterns, but the unpredictable nature of somebody's creative writing talents or their sense of humor is is hard for a computer. Little or nuanced. Hard for an uh, yeah. There's just there's too much weird, strange, unpredictable things that people do when they drive, and the same thing when you're writing a story or writing a joke or a scene or something. It's it's actually not that easy. If it was that easy, everybody could do it, but it's not. Only selected people who have unusual streaks of genius are able of uh, are able to execute it. Uh, the announcement was made today out in San Bernardino County that 488 miles of county-maintained roads have been cleared in the San Bernardino Mountains. That's about 95% of roadways for which the county is responsible in the mountain communities. So they believe that they have made big strides in helping people get around again. But we are beginning to find out that there was a toll for people being snowed in, and it wasn't just because they were hungry 
and grouchy. Uh, there's some dead people. Uh, we have the story of a woman uh, that apparently uh, she was snowed in for days in her home in Big Bear. Her family said it wasn't clear how urgent her medical needs had grown during last month's record-setting snowstorms. Her sister said she needed medical attention in the midst of the storm. We could not get that to her. Her family called for an emergency wellness check on Monday. It was too late. They did get to the home at 9 a.m. on Monday, and uh, she was discovered dead. Uh, No signs of trauma or suspicious circumstances. I had heard yesterday that some of them were sort of home hospice people. Um, The woman that's telling this story is Michelle Hake. It's her sister that died, but she does not want her name released. So we do not know the name of the woman. And she would not say what her sister's medical history was or what may have led to her death. But she said she has no doubt if she could have gotten the care she needed, had the storms not trapped her inside, cutting her off from help, she might still be alive. But I I had read that some of the people that died were sort of in a hospice situation. Like Jimmy Carter is, you know, at home. Right, exactly. You know, they they were going to die any day now. Probably. And, of course, the circumstances of the snow cutting off any kind of help. Like like food and water and... All the stress of it, yeah, right. Probably. Right. Well, the the uh, it looks like the the county of San Bernardino had zero expectation anything like this would happen. Zero preparedness. They're calling it they, once in a generation. So if you want to prepare for that, you're going to have to spend a lot of money, and we may not have a storm like this for 25 years. So you yeah, know, so you got to look at both sides of this. Oh yeah, they want to start buying a whole bunch of snow plows. Go ahead, and trucks and whatever else you need and gear. And then nothing happens for 25 years, and people go, what happened to the money? Yeah, the, the, It's right the, there the, over there and all the equipment. The, the, the lesson is is when you see uh, a big snowstorm uh, being predicted, get out of there. It's uh, like when a hurricane well, is going to hit a coastal area. Get out. They're claiming that they didn't know until the last day or two that it could be this much snow. You can yeah. get off the mountain. In 100 in, inches. You can get off the mountain in any direction in roughly a half an hour. Right. Yeah, but what it, if it, it turns it, out to just be a few inches and they were wrong? Then you turn around and go back. This is like the hurricane debate. That, right? That's <laughs> I don't understand. Be happy that they were wrong and you don't have a disaster you're going back to. I, I've I know. never understood that. Okay. so But there's always going to be people who say, oh, they're exaggerating. I'm well, staying put. Okay. And then uh, they always want you to, they, they panic. And then, and then you're. They're the, government hacks. John Cobelt told me that. Then you're, then you're the one who gets trapped in your house for uh, two weeks. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, life isn't perfect. There, there's no guarantees. If if you want to be assured that you're going to survive and you're going to eat, uh, drive down the hill and spend $100 on a hotel room. And you know how human nature is. Now people will do that when there's some kind of predicted storm. Although we're going to get rain again coming up this week and next week. I don't know how much that's going to turn into snow. They were saying that it would probably only be snowing at very high elevations. But you wonder if people are going to, do exactly uh, that with the coming storms and I mean, say, I'm not taking a chance. I mean, I, what I, happened? I read the snow totals like like 116 inches in Lake Arrowhead. Wow. 116? That That's, that's uh, what, what is that? That's nine and a half feet or eight and a half feet. That was over the course of the week? or uh, Yeah, over the course of the week for, this, for the seven days. Right. Nine and a half feet, yeah. The, uh, All right. Yeah. No, no, no. I had I had a whole list that I uh Oh, I made a whole list out of snow totals? Of, of snow totals, yeah. You made it out yourself? 
I got it from the LA Times, but I had, uh, I had isolated it. And now I can't find it. Well, anyway, uh, it, it, the, the, uh, the Running Springs had, I think, 12 and a half feet of snow. 12 and a half feet of snow. Running Springs is just down the road from Lake Arrowhead. So I, there is, there's no way to predict that, and there's no way to deal with that. Although I, I wonder why they weren't just plowing and de-icing everything hour by hour. Like you don't wait until three feet of snow pile up. It's like you run the plows up and down and up and down constantly. And I, I don't know if they were doing that. All right, we got more coming up. Our special guest after 3 o'clock will be L.A. County Deputy D.A. John Hatami, who has done a remarkable job over the years in cases, sad cases of young boys being killed by their mothers and their live-in boyfriends. Uh, he's going to talk a bit about the Anthony Avalos case. Avalos's mother and live-in boyfriend were found guilty of his murder by a judge in an announcement yesterday. And, of course, uh, John Hatami had a lot of uh, involvement in the uh, Gabriel Fernandez case from years ago, oh, who was found, murdered by his mother and her boyfriend. I found the list. So Running Springs got 150 inches of snow, 12 and a half feet. There you go. Uh, areas east of Big Bear Lake got 134. Lake Arrowhead, 110. Crestline, 100. That's, uh, that's just the most overwhelming storm I've ever seen anywhere. Uh, John's also going to talk about the need to do something with the social workers and maybe a change in the law, something called gross negligence. We'll talk about all this after 3. John and Ken, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, John and Tommy will join us after the news at 3 o'clock. The L.A. County Deputy uh, District Attorney will talk about the story yesterday with the parents... Well, the mother of a little boy, a 10-year-old by the name of Anthony Avalos, who was murdered by his mother and her live-in boyfriend. He died back in 2018. A judge did find the couple guilty. <clears throat> he can also talk about what we can do concerning the failure of social workers. Uh, they visited this home many times, removed the boy a couple of times, but always sent them back. Nobody uh, seems to be interested in that part of the story. No, I mean, there was a case yeah. where, remember, they did charge some social workers, but a judge dropped the case, and you're going to find out why. He dropped the charges against the social workers uh, in another case involving but, uh, a dead know, boy. You know, here you would think the county supervisors would say, all right, this is this is going to stop. Uh, we're, we're, we're not putting up with this anymore because it's not that hard for social workers to figure out when when cases like this are happening in front of their eyes. I, I have no. I, well, anyway, we'll talk to John after three o'clock. A couple of updates on uh, Dippity Doo. Governor Gavin Newsom Apparently, uh, they presented their budget, the news administration, to the Assembly Budget Committee, and uh, they want to give $526 million to high-speed rail. Uh, this is really perplexing. Uh, and they've, of course, been doing this for years. They're using money they're getting from the carbon trading. Because he bends over for the unions. That's Basically, why. the higher price you pay for gasoline, because it's all factored into that, is being channeled to this failure, this now... <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievably long-term failure. Yeah, well, with, with Fifteen years. These kinds of boondoggles and failures are usually connected to corruption. Just basic old-fashioned corruption like they had, you know, 100 years ago in big cities. And Newsom is bent over by the construction unions who are wasting their time but making a lot of money building a non-existent non railroad. 
because they buy land and they have to, you know, plow the land. <laughs> they, you know, they they gotta they gotta they gotta clear it out in order to lay down the tracks. They gotta build those uh, those viaducts, right? That they're gonna yeah. have the uh, tracks uh, pass over. Uh, uh, Bakersfield to Merced is yeah. the one little segment they're working on, and right now the cost estimate is more than the entire yeah. estimate for the entire rail line back in 08, which was $33 billion. Right, and much of it's that... It's now running upwards of $35 billion, they say, and it, it's all lies anyway. It'll be much higher than that. And much of that is labor costs. Much of that is paychecks. Yeah. To, to thousands of guys who, who are in a union, they vote in a union, and they're going to vote for the union leader who pays off a guy like Newsom, pays off the legislature. That's what the union dues goes for. It goes for bribes. And now, so the bribes reach Newsom's desk, and when he makes noises about canceling high-speed rail, the union calls up and said, are you crazy? You know how much money we gave you? Do you want to be president? And and so it's our, okay, okay. Because a half you know, a billion dollars in the California budget is, is, is pocket change. The other story where Newsom is making news this afternoon, remember we reported the other day that uh, he's declared war on Walgreens? Because Walgreens is not going to distribute its abortion medication in 21 states. Not California, but 21 states. Newsom said we're done with Walgreens. Well, they put out their announcement. They're pulling back a contract that they have with Walgreens. It allows the state to procure specialty pharmacy prescription drugs primarily for the prisoners. They're primarily used by the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Uh, the healthcare system there. Well, the prisoners shouldn't be getting medication anyway. That's kind of how I feel. It's Although, like, why are we wasting money medicating prisoners? Let them die of whatever they have. They're claiming that the contract provides Walgreens fifty-four million dollars from the state of California, and uh, he's saying we will not renew that agreement because everybody was scratching their heads yesterday. What what can he do? He's such a. It's just virtue signaling. Fifty-four million dollars doesn't make any difference to Walgreens. Probably not, right. Medication for prisoners. Well, you really laid down the law there. Walgreens is, get, is getting lots of pressure from, from states where they do, don't want to uh, allow abortion, not even medical abortions, not even the morning after pill. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what a company's supposed to do. They're, 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 they're caught between... Yeah, but they're going to lose business on the other end. So, I mean, you got to pick or choose here. I mean, honestly, just because people are calling you up and yelling at you because you're selling an abortion pill, you cave? That's silly. I, to me, that's too extreme, and it's way beyond the core of what most Americans believe right. on the abortion issue. They're right. Trying right. to ban the pill, which is taken very early on. I mean, come on. But if that's, they, that's but extreme. If, but if they ban the pill and it becomes law, then Walgreens isn't going to have a choice. Oh, you mean the state does? The state. If these states ban the pill, then Walgreens can't. Right. I don't know. Then I don't people know. just smuggle I, the pills in, but that's the way it right. Works. But I mean, I'm, I'm saying legally, it also depends, like just how much the executives want to deal with these problems. Just how much do they want to get caught up in political battles? So it's like, fine, we won't do the pills. We won't do the prescriptions for the prisoners. But now they're already caught up because by banning the pills, they've taken a stance where the people who believe in the pills are now going to probably boycott the company. Yeah, I think they're trying to avoid uh, retaliation by the Republican states that have that are. Are trying to get well, rid yeah, of the trying to have it both pill. ways. We'll allow the pill in well, states that are more open to abortion. We won't provide the pill I, in states that don't like abortion. I, and, I assume uh, they're making a financial calculation and also a, a public re relations calculation, maybe just to get the issues off the table 
and take their financial hit and, and just get out of this? I don't know. It's it's a, it's a stupid set of issues. But well, they, the only- may have, they may have somebody behind the decision-making that is sympathetic to that belief. So could be. Oh, could be. All right. When we come back, John Hatami will be our guest. He's an L.A. County deputy DA. And, of course, he's been on the show many times. Outspoken opponent of many of George Gascon's policies. We're going to talk to him specifically uh, after we talk about the Anthony Avalos case. That verdict came down yesterday from a judge where his mother and living boyfriend were found guilty of his death. But what about the social workers? None of them were charged in this case. And what can be done with the laws to make it possible to do something about the complete incompetence uh, from these social workers who don't do enough to get these children out of these homes. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.